Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's up and welcome to the Believe in Hornets podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, presented by Bet Online. My name is Sam Dracula. I'm a Charlotte Hornets YouTuber and podcaster, and I'm not doing the show alone anymore. Outside of this, this one, this is the last one where I'm doing the show alone. Monday, February 7th, will be the dawn of the new era of the Believe in Hornets podcast with Raymond Felton as the new co-host of the show. Myself and Raymond are going to talk Hornets basketball all year long. So stay tuned for that. Tell a friend. Make sure you subscribe and stay locked. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, etc. Everywhere you can get podcasts, you can find the show. We're going to do some stuff on YouTube as well. YouTube.com slash Sam Dracula. Um, maybe some live streams. So if you want to interact with us in real time, we could do that stuff over there. So, you know, some interesting stuff to, to take us through the All-Star break. And to the rest of the season with Raymond Felton's insights, because he was in the league. He was in the league. He played against the best players in the league today. And so getting his his point of view on things is going to be so cool. Plus, I've had a chance to talk to him before. And Raymond's a really cool dude. So I'm, I'm really happy to be uh, to be doing the show with him. You know, um, I've been, I started the show with Muggsy. I'm very grateful for that opportunity. Honestly, like, Muggsy's the man. He absolutely, he's an absolute legend uh, on and off the court. You know, he left to pursue other things. Um, I was doing the show alone for a long time. <laughs> uh, thank you for tolerating that and uh, listening to the show when it's just been me. But um, soon, next week, I think I think we'll have a regular schedule being like every Monday, I think will be the plan. Um, everywhere podcasts are found for the Believe in Hornets podcast going forward. I think that's the plan. Uh, so we'll, we'll finalize that next time around. But yeah, um, yeah, man, Raymond Felton joining in. Some good news. I'm very excited about it. Hope you are too. So February 3rd, it's uh, just before 8 p.m. on the East Coast in Charlotte, right? And I just finished watching the TNT tip-off show where they announced the All-Star Reserves as selected by the coaches. Didn't hear a name. I expected to hear. Despite the leaks and the rumors, no Hornet representation on all-star Sunday. Is it a Sunday on the, in the all-star game? I was like, yes, this, the, the, uh, the skills and stuff and all that on the Saturday, all-star Saturday night in the Sunday all-star game. No Hornets on Sunday, man. It sucks. It's a bummer. I'm talking more about that in a little bit. All right. Uh, before I get into that, the Hornet stuff, the all-star team in general, um, I want to say thank you to Bet Online. There might be less football being played, but Bet Online has way more stuff to bet on this playoff season, uh, from scores, totals, player performance, props to where the next coach is going to land. Bet Online is number one spot for all things NFL betting in 2022. And with the new year comes a new updated desktop and mobile website. So go sign up today, betonline.ag, and receive your 50%, 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to get started. It's not just football. BetOnline has basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC odds, 
and coverage is the, is the best in the business from sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Bet online is your number one online wagering destination. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. Bet online where the game starts. So let's back up to two days ago, February 1st, the 2022 Rising Stars competition. It's a new format. It's not just one game. It's a three-game tournament. Uh, we're like, you know, there's four teams all together, and they play like, you know, Team A plays Team B, Team C plays Team D, and then, you know, winners of that face off for the title. Um, we'll see how that goes. There's some G League representation, four players in total, and um, a good mix of rookies and sophomores, LaMelo Ball, heavily featured. Uh, will be heavily featured in that game. I can only assume, you know, uh, not in the all-star game, but I have a very good, very, very, very strong feeling that LaMelo is going to be uh, out to uh, to show some people they're wrong. Um, and not only this, like in this competition, the, the Rising Stars competition, but the rest of the year, Miles Bridges as well. Although, you know, he's not playing in this game. <laughs> By the way, though, don't forget, Miles Bridges was the MVP of this game last time it was, it was played. Uh, Miles, PJ Washington, Devontae Graham, all invited to the 2020 uh, Rising Stars game. And, and Miles walked away with MVP. He shared the floor with Luka and Zion, man. Our Miles Bridges, MVP of that game. Don't forget. Don't forget, man. Miles pedigree is strong. All right. It's strong. So this game features LaMelo, obviously, in the sophomore team. Uh, he was like, it was selected his rookie year, but the game never happened. So uh, because of COVID. But we're back. We'll see how this goes. Um, I'm going to, I'll be, I'll be watching. You know, there, there are a lot of rookies in this, in this mix. Honestly, I'm more excited to watch some of these rookies. It's, <laughs> I know it's this like, it's not going to be a, uh, an even. Like the roster is going to be mixed up, right? It's not rookies versus sophomores. Um, there's going to be a draft, seven rounds, uh, with 24 NBA players selected in the first six rounds and the G League players going in the seventh. Um, and that, when does this happen? When does this draft? The teams will be coached by Rick Barry, Gary Payton, Isaiah Thomas, and James Worthy. Uh, the draft happens uh, the February 18th on TNT. So yeah, they're making a whole, they're, they're making this a whole event. I'm here for it. I like it. Um, but on paper, like I'm more interested in these rookies than the sophomores, obviously the mellow ball, um, personal favorite, Anthony Edwards on the sophomore team. Uh, Cole Anthony is going to be in the dunk contest. So he's going to have a very busy weekend. I like a lot of these players, obviously they're all good young players, but the, the rookie team between Scotty Barnes, Kate Cunningham, uh, Giddy, Jalen Green, Davion Mitchell, Evan Mobley. There's a lot more hitters, I would say, on the rookie squad um, than the uh, sophomore squad. So I, I'm, I have a feeling the rookies are going to go first. Like more rookies are going to go early than the sophomores as that draft continues on. And then, so yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. If the league is willing to try stuff. And if it doesn't work, they're quick to move on from it. So um, I'm here for it. So LaMelo will get a chance to shine, his moment to shine in this, um, in this setup. Uh, sadly, not in the All-Star game. Um, all right, so the starters, I'm, I'm going to do the full West and then the full East. We'll do it this way, all right? So in the West, the Western Conference starters, LeBron, Jokic, 
Andrew Wiggins, Steph Curry, John Morant. Um, I think all well-deserved. Uh, I'm really happy for Andrew Wiggins, especially he gets to shake the any any draft bust talk. You kind of throw that out with this all-star selection. Um, and it's ironic as hell that, you know, he's starting with LeBron because LeBron had Andrew Wiggins traded with the quickness when he went back to Cleveland for uh, for Kevin Love. <laughs> so it, it worked. They won the title. But man, full circle. Life is weird. You never know. This is why you don't burn bridges, people. You never know who you're going to run into again. You never know who you're going to be starting with. Although, 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 <laughs> the way these games are, the way the rosters are selected, LeBron might not play with Andrew Wiggins, which I think will be hilarious if he doesn't draft Andrew Wiggins. And that'll be full circle. Or maybe he should take him first overall as a, uh, as a, as a sign of good faith. I don't know. LeBron, trying to get inside LeBron's head is, isn't easy. But to recap, Western Conference starters, LeBron James, Jokic, Wiggins, Steph, and Ja. All right. The reserves in the Western Conference announced, announced tonight, like literally like 20 minutes ago, Devin Booker, Luka Doncic, Rudy Gobert, Draymond Green, Donovan Mitchell, Chris Paul, Carl, Carl Anthony Towns. I have no beef with that whatsoever in the Western Conference. Uh, DeJounte Murray is a shout over there. He's having a fantastic year, but that Spurs team is not very good. It's a weird one. How do you wait winning in an individual competition or like individual like recognition or war like in this setting? It's a weird balance, but you know, the guys that are picked, there's always gonna be more guys that should be in than are in, right? That's just, that's just how these things go. There's a limited, there's seven guys in the reserve spots that can make it. So people are going to be left off. It's just, it is what it is. Um, in the Eastern Conference, the starters, Kevin Durant, Giannis, Joel Embiid, Trey Young, DeMar DeRozan. I have beef with Trey Young being in there, but whatever, man. The, the fans want to see him. They want to see him. He's having a great year, but that Hawks team isn't, isn't, isn't doing what they need to be doing this year. Uh, but hey, they're in. The, he's in there. Um, the reserves for the Eastern Conference, all-stars, announced again. Not that long ago, Jimmy Butler, Darius Garland, James Harden, Zach Levine, Chris Middleton, Jason Tatum, Fred Van Vliet. I can't. I'm not going to I'm not going to sit here and tell you why these should these, any of these guys should not be in the All-Star game. But I will say it is really unfortunate. And I know I'm biased. I own that. I'm a Hornets fan. It's a Hornets podcast that LaMelo isn't in this squad. I've, it, it's actually outrageous to me. Um, but there's only so many spots to go around. Someone has to go. You may, you listening, you, you, I'm, I'm talking to you right now. You out there listening, you may have someone you like, how the hell is this guy on the all-star team? That's fair. That's on you. Like, I'm not here to argue who should be in here or not. I just, LaMelo, the year he's having 27 to seven, um, this, this Hornets team is among the most fun teams to watch in the league. The pace this team plays with makes it so much fun. And for no other reason, we see what LaMelo does in a regulation game, in a regular season game, what he pulls off in play, in game. Imagine what he would do in an all-star game. The all-star game is built for LaMelo Ball. LaMelo Ball is built for the all-star game. Soon come, I, I would put money on it today that LaMelo's in the All-Star game next year. Um, and who the hell knows, honestly? There's a lot of time between now and then, um, b- between the now and when this game is played. The draft is next Thursday. So Draymond was on the broadcast, and um, he said that he, he's injured. You know, he's not, he, he's not, he'll be unlikely to play um, on, the, on the night. 
and that Adam Silver will announce a replacement. I think there's a decent chance more, more, more replacements are named. I'll be shocked if the league didn't already have a list of like three to four alternates in, a, in the backcourt and frontcourt just because of how COVID's going and just his general wear and tear, you know? Um, and, you know, so there's a, I think a chance that a, a Hornet, whether it's Miles or LaMelo, makes it into this game on a technicality, right? Um, I think those guys are on the fringe there. Um, I would love to see how close it really was, like how close they were to make it, making it, um, given the voting. But it's okay. That's okay. LaMelo's 20 years old. He'll be fine. And I think LaMelo Miles will use this as fuel the rest of the year. Uh, And I'm really excited to see how this team plays tomorrow as a result of this. So, um, because the Cavs are going to be tough. And if, if, if the Hornets are pissed off the rest of the season, that could be really interesting. What I'm about to say might shock you, but the greatest quarterback of all time is not just a goat on the field. He's a goat when it comes to investing too. He invests in stocks, crypto, and even art. Now you can invest like the goat with Masterworks. Masterworks is the investing platform that lets you buy shares representing an investment in art from icons like Picasso, Monet, and Warhol. Our prices actually outpaced the S&P 500 by 164% from 1992 to 2021. In fact, early investors already received over 30% IRR in 2020 and 2021 from the sale of just two paintings. This is your opportunity to join 300,000 other members and invest like the GOAT. Plus, you can get priority access with our game day promo. Go to masterworks.art slash believe. That's masterworks.art slash believe. See important disclosures at masterworks.io slash disclaimer. What's more important than peace of mind? Nothing. And that's what NordVPN is here for, to give you peace of mind while you're online. And with all the threats that you face today on the internet, it's more important than ever to be sure that you have the best VPN you can get. NordVPN is the world's best VPN service, offering the fastest connectivity, most servers, and next-gen encryption to make sure that everything you do online stays secure. Plus, you can use NordVPN on all your computers and devices, no matter the operating system. With NordVPN's unlimited bandwidth, you never have to worry about a slow connection either. And plans start under $4 per month. So grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash believe or use the code believe, B-L-E-A-V, to get up to 70% off your NordVPN plan plus one additional month for free. It's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. All right, so as I'm recording this again, February 3rd, so this, this, this will change depending on when you listen to this, the Hornets are a seventh seed, Okay sandwiched between the Nets and the Raptors. The Eastern Conference stays weird. Bulls, Heat, Sixers, Bucks, Cavs, Nets, Hornets, Raptors, Celtics, Hawks. Make up your top 10 with the Wizards, Knicks, Pacers, Pistons, and Magic sitting on the outside. Um, the Hawks, man. The Hawks are going on a nice little run. They're 7-3 last 10 games. Find their way back into the mix here. Uh, only four wins separate us and them. And for, from our point of view, you know, the Hornets are five and five last 10 games, really missing Gordon Hayward. Um, 
really missing uh, Jalen McDaniels. We've seen Buck Nye, Nick Richards come in from time to time. Um, you know, it's 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 short and sweet. You know, uh, Ubre came back uh, after missing some games um, with mixed results. So this, this team has some, some some rotation stuff to figure out. The Hayward interest stuff is interesting because it really was a one-two punch between going back to Atlanta and Toronto, those two games um, at the end of January. Uh, Hayward missed those two with a, a, a foot. He needed like foot discomfort or needed like foot, foot fatigue or something like that. Uh, he needed some rest. And then he came down uh, with the health and safety protocols, which he's out of now. Uh, he just hasn't just didn't travel with the team um, when he came uh, yesterday for to the for the Boston game. Really could have used him. But obviously, circumstances didn't allow for that to happen. Uh, he remained in Charlotte uh, working on his conditioning, coming out of health and safety protocols. The status for tomorrow um, is questionable. We'll see what happens. Um, we'll see what happens, <laughs> you know, uh, officially the official statement is, yeah, it is questionable, <laughs> like literally questionable. Uh, and, and McDaniels is officially out for tomorrow with that left ankle sprain. It's uh, man. We missed them the last six games. You know, we were, we lost two, one, two, lost two. So uh, two and four, the, the last six games without Gordon Hayward. Um, it's not great. And the offense has really struggled. Um, it's not solely on Hayward's shoulders here or his absence. But, man, you know, before the Hornets are top of the league as far as points per game goes, you know, when you look at the totality of the season. And then you look at the last six games, the Hornets are in the middle of the pack. They're 13th. Field goal percent from a field goal percentage point of view, they're twenty third in the league. Hayward's Hayward's playmaking and uh, and shot selection is sorely missed, sorely missed. And a, a greater issue for me because even the the offense, yes, took a step back without Hayward, or at least within the last six games. The defense is really falling off, man. Like really, really falling off. The Hornets, 21st in defensive rating the last six games. The Celtics, man, Josh Richardson started off the half last night with three three-pointers, man. And the Hornets can do anything about it. It's one of those things where, all right, if we hit our free throws, if we get one or two more stops, these games that just fall, just fall out of our hands, can go the other direction in the simplest way. But... It's okay. I think, I, I think these losses are learning experiences for the, for the squad because you have to, right? You have to believe that. You need to believe that. Otherwise, what's the point, <laughs> right? Um, for everybody involved, not just the players, the staff, and the prep going into these games because we're back, like we're, we're back in the November, December stage of the season where the team starts off slow and look not, like not locked in uh, to start these games and put themselves in a hole. And, you know, this team is talented enough to f- to fight out of a hole. They're tough as hell. Um, they're not scared of anybody, any opponent, uh, to their credit. But the slow starts, is just, do- just shooting yourself in the foot. You know, they got a negative point differential right now. Um, it's, 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 it's not good. <laughs> there's no way to sugarcoat it. Um, it's cu- coupled by the fact that the Raptors, 
the Celtics, the Hawks, um, they're playing much better basketball than the Hornets right now. And they're not far off in the win column, at least. So that plus looming trade deadline, I, re- I don't think I've talked about this before everywhere, but I don't think anything happens in the deadline before the deadline. So that's what preference that off rip. I don't think I don't think any deals happen whatsoever. I really hope I'm wrong for the sake of the season, because this Eastern Conference is very gettable. We're one win away from the Nets. That's insane. Nets don't have Durant. They have Kyrie sometimes. Harden is having the worst shooting year of his career since like his rookie year or something like that. So the Nets are very gettable. There's an opportunity here to make some to make hay in the Eastern Conference if the Hornets choose to strike. I really hope they do, man. They're not going to win the title this year, no matter what they do. But they can build some positive momentum and really change the narrative around this franchise. You know, I started this podcast talking about uh, the all-star selection and that. LaMelo, like the snub, the LaMelo snub of uh, 2022. This franchise last had an all-star, Kemba Walker, in 2019. Three seasons later, they could arguably had another one. So it's a good place to be, right? There's positive momentum without ever really like tanking or bottoming me out, bottoming out. It's <laughs> a hard word to say. This 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 Hornets team never hit the floor. Even uh, in the COVID shortened year, they were still playing tough and they were never near the bottom of the league. And to be in a position where you have one, maybe two all-stars, arguably is really interesting. And so I really hope we build on this, man, without, you know, sacrificing the cap space because we've got to pay miles in the offseason. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm hopeful for the rest of the way. Um, my, by the rest of the way, I mean from now until the all-star break. Um, the squad's good, man. They're building a lot, a, lot, a lot of positive things going on with this team. And it'll be a shame if it's all for not, right? If they fail to make the playoffs proper. Um, you, I, I would look back on the season as a disappointment. You know, as a whole, right now they're seven seed. I'm thrilled with that. I think that's a great place to be. If they fall any lower than that, I'll start worrying. I'll start having flashbacks to last year where we just kept losing and losing and losing and they got embarrassed in that playing game against Indi- uh, Indiana. Uh, one, one thing I want to shout out is uh, Draymond Green. Um, he, uh, his theory on why there was no Miles and no Mello was the idea that they split votes um, amongst the coaches. And so it's a strong theory because we look at the horn, the horn, like I mentioned, the Hornets are a seven seed. Do they look like a team that should have two all-stars? Maybe. Definitely. Yeah, I would say definitely one, but two may be stretching. So when you have those types of conversations, Hornets being a, uh, in the playoff mix, but who do you give credit for that, right? Who's having the better year? I could see that. I could wrap my head around that. That Miles and, and, and Melo potentially split votes between, the, between each other, which, you know, led them to let them where uh, neither of them made the actual team. But like I mentioned before, I, I've, there's a, there's, I think there's a strong possibility. Just, just given what we've seen in the, um, in the, around the league and around the world, like 
there's there's going to be a need for alternates. And I could see Melo, especially Melo, because he'll be competing the night before. Like LaMelo getting a nod in the event of a uh, alternate situation makes a lot of sense because he's already going to be in Cleveland. He's playing in the Rising Stars stuff. So he's going to be around anyway. Uh, so you could, you, could play, you could play one extra game if need be. I, I, he's a young kid. Now he, he, he can handle it. He can handle it. But hey, listen, I appreciate everybody that came through and listened to this, uh, to this podcast. Please tell a friend and help the show grow. Uh, means the world to me, honestly. And I'm very excited to uh, welcome Raymond Felton into um, the podcasting realm um, next week. I'm excited to chat with them. There's a lot of stuff to get into. Uh, personally, it's almost overwhelming because I, I want to talk to him about so many things. I want to go back to UNC with him. Uh, talk about the 05 title run with him and Sean May and Marvin Williams and them. Like I, I want to go back. To, I want to go back that far with him. But we have a lot of time. A lot of, lot of, lot of podcasts. Plenty of podcasts to come to get into all of that. But hey, listen. Thanks so much for listening to the Believe in Hornets podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, presented by Bet Online. I've been Sam. You've been great. Talk to you soon. Peace. Perfect. For listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.